This is episode number 115 with Ryan Muncy of Natural Stacks. New concepts and ideas to help you reach your full potential. Success 101 Podcast. Welcome to the Success 101 Podcast. This is your host, Jared Warren. And each episode, my goal is to bring you a new concept or idea to help you maximize your full potential. Thanks for joining me here today. Now let's kick things off. Hey guys, welcome back to the Success 101 podcast. This is your host, Jared Warren, and I am thrilled to bring Ryan Muncy of Natural Stacks onto the show today. I was really excited when I found out that Ryan was going to have a chance to come on, and he was actually willing to do a two-part series, and you're going to hear us tackle a lot of different things today when it comes to brain health, long-term brain and memory potentiation, and what it takes to hit peak performance each day when it comes to fueling our brain with healthy supplements that are going to help our neurons fire faster. And I knew it was going to be an exciting episode with Ryan, and he really brought the heat here on the Success 101 podcast. Ryan Muncy is the chief optimizer at Natural Stacks. I found out about them within the last two years and have really just geeked out on all of natural supplements that they have there And you guys know what fuels me up, and it's brain-based activity and brain performance to help us really reach higher levels of maximum potential. In the first episode here, you're going to hear us talk a lot about dopamine, serotonin, and siltep, and how we can use those to become better each day. And then stick around for part two as well as we get even further into these supplements in the areas of magnesium, astragalus, the smart caffeine brand that they produce, Uh, It was just an overall great experience to have Ryan on, and I hope he is a repeat guest on the Success 101 podcast. So go check out naturalstacks.com. Go check out Ryan Muncy on social media, and I look forward to you guys hearing this. Hey, Ryan, good morning, and welcome to the Success 101 podcast. How are things up in Virginia this morning? Uh, It's a beautiful day. Sun is shining. I've already got my workout in, ready to rock and roll. Jared, thanks for having me. Absolutely, man. I love Virginia. It's so beautiful up there. So I know that you're the chief optimizer, as I said in my introduction, at Natural Stacks, and I found out about Natural Stacks probably a year and a half ago, or maybe somewhere in between a year and a year and a half ago, and have just been just amazed by your product line, but more so the research and development that goes into producing that and the benefits that it has for people. How did you become the chief optimizer at Natural Stacks, and how did all of that develop over time? It's been actually, it's an interesting story, and I think it's one that that your audience will relate to and find kind of inspirational, I guess, because I think it speaks to you know, how we all have the ability to kind of steer our own ship and create the life for ourselves that we want. I first found out about natural stacks, probably the way most people heard of them. And that was when Abelard Lindsay, the formulator of Siltep was a guest on Bulletproof Radio. And at the time that that podcast came out, I was running my own gym, House of Strength, here in Roanoke, Virginia. At that time, I was a Bulletproof ambassador. We sold Bulletproof products, you know, like I was a wholesale resale reseller at the gym. 
So we carried the coffee and, and I was all about educating our members on, you know, that bulletproof lifestyle. And, and I was just learning about nootropics, starting to go down that rabbit hole and obviously heard about Siltep, thought it was cool, wanted to try it. And it was really strange. Probably a week or two later, I got a phone call from their wholesale rep. Guy's name was Nick. He's no longer with the company, but they reached out to me, asked me if, uh, if I wanted to carry natural stacks at the gym. One of my things with the gym was always, you know, I wasn't going to sell or recommend anything there that I did not personally use and believe in myself. You know, I started to research them a little bit more. They sent me some stuff to test and try out. At that time, I was actually doing a podcast for the gym called the House of Strength podcast. And I had Roy, one of the co-founders of the company on as a guest to talk about Siltep. And then he actually was a guest on the show twice, but that was right when that first podcast came out with Abelard on, on Dave's show. So I'm trying to think timeline wise, that had to have been like summer ish of 2014, if I'm not incorrect on that. But to kind of make that whole long story short, I stopped doing the podcast for the gym because it took me away from the gym too much. And I actually met Roy and Ben in person at the Bulletproof Conference that year, 2014. We went out to dinner, just became good friends, you know, nothing business-wise at the time. But then in early 2015, they asked me to run their podcast. And, you know, that came about through the networking that we did at that conference. So, you know, I think that's one thing that I would impart upon your listeners is, you know, to... You mentioned that, you know, a lot of your audience is, you know, either young professionals just trying to begin their career, or maybe even you've got people up to, you know, 40s and 50s who are, you know, how did I get here and, and where do I really want to be? And I think that's kind of my message to a lot of people is, you know, this is your life, write your story, do what you want to do. And, you know, I just knew that this was a space that I wanted to be involved in. So, you know, I went to the conference, I, I started meeting people, started hanging out and, you know, like in the internet world, you know, you don't ask for the sale, like right away, you build these relationships, right? You know, that goes a long way in, in business. And, and our network capital is probably the most important thing we can have, you know, like think about like Donald Trump's running for president right now, right? So if he lost all of his money tomorrow, he would find his way back because of who he knows who his friends are, and he would get help, right? So I think that's an example of network capital being more important than uh, like financial capital. So, I mean, I just, I met these people, became friends with them. And eventually they asked me to do the podcast, the podcast. We did it right, man. When we launched, we actually hit number two on iTunes. I really wish we could say we hit number one, but we didn't that day, <laughs> but, but at launch it, it hit number two. So, you know, everything just, it kind of took off. It went well. And at the time I was still running the gym. I knew I didn't want to do that anymore. I wanted to get more into educating people, speaking, doing the biohacking thing, writing, talking, whether it's farming or fitness, or there, there's so many different ways that, that I have knowledge that can help people. And I just felt like it wasn't being utilized properly running the gym. So the transition was, you know, to, to help natural stacks grow and to be able to use that platform to, to kind of educate and help people. And, you know, so it met a need for them, but it also met a need for me. So it was a very mutually beneficial relationship. And I guess that's another thing to kind of, you know, focus on and a takeaway for your listeners is, you know, when you look at where you want to be, you know, look at how can I bring value to this situation? How can I help them move their mission forward? 
how can I make myself invaluable to them? In turn, you know, you will get out of that what it is that you seek. So, yeah. Did that answer your question? I think I did. We Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, no, that's fine. And and what I was going to tell you was I recently found out about your podcast. And whenever I found your podcast, obviously, I was more privy to it and biased to it because I knew that uh, I knew about the things that you talk about or the things that you guys have on your website and the things that you're promoting in the supplements that you have. But I started scrolling through the episodes and I was like, oh, my gosh, like if I was going to start over from scratch and create a podcast of what I wanted my podcast to, you know, to look like originally, it's like, you know, save that episode, save that episode, save that episode. <laughs> it's like everything in there was exactly was exactly what I had in mind for my own podcast and what my podcast, I think, is gravitating more toward, which, again, as I mentioned to you, is peak performance. How can we go through life? Highly active roles, highly active, you know, wanting to be involved with our families, or if you don't have a family, just be involved in your just your life and just not get caught up in this social suck of, you know, just being bogged down and fatigued and stressed and trying to always catch up to this thing over the horizon that may or may not be there. And I think you guys are helping people do that in a big way. So you guys have, and I know for a lot of my listeners, this may be an introduction to this, but you guys have, I guess, your flagship, I would call it, you may not call it that, but your flagship, Siltep, and then also the newer lines of dopamine and serotonin. And that's what I really want to focus on in this first episode is, you know, letting you basically just run away with data on those things. Because if we're going to be in performance, if we're going to be the best versions of ourselves, sometimes we have to have a little help with that when, you know, sleep, time at work, not eating right, all of that is bogging us down. There need to be some help help with that. And some people are afraid to admit that and they don't want to tell people they're taking certain things as far as supplements but let's just dive into that in this first episode here. Siltep, dopamine, serotonin. If I'm a brand new person that's never taken really anything and I decide to order those, I've got them at my home. I wake up tomorrow morning going, okay, I want a new life. How, you know, I know that's very broad for you there, but yeah. just go with that and tell us how that's going to help us reach those higher max levels of max performance. Sure. So, you know, as you mentioned, our podcast is the Optimal Performance Podcast, and we're doing exactly, you know, what you said. We're, we're trying to help people live optimal. And there are so many modalities that we can pursue to become and, and live and, you know, experience life at optimal. And if you've ever been sleep deprived, which you and I were speaking before we hit record, and, and I know that that's something that, that you've suffered through, you know, you're not optimal when you're sleep deprived, your brain doesn't function at its best, you don't feel, you know, the way you know, you can feel and and that's, you know, we want to be, like you said, it's what we want for our lives. And we know that our followers and our listeners and, and likely your listeners want that as well, that you want to, you want to wake up in the morning and feel great. You want to enjoy every single day, you know, whether you CrossFit or mountain bike or bodybuild, you want to feel great every single day. You want to be active. You want to come home and, you know, pursue, you, you be that man or woman for your family and, and build a career. You want to be able to have and do it all and feel good. So, you know, I mentioned there's a lot of modalities. I mean, there's meditation and there's breathing practices. And, and these are things that, you know, have become known as biohacks, where you are kind of hacking your biology. And by the way, I was doing your uh, your breathing, your I guess your Wim Hof breathing that you sent out on the newsletter. I was doing that just this morning. Yeah. I'd never done that before. It was pretty awesome. It's amazing how something that simple can have such a profound difference. And, you know, coming from a strength background and, and you know, being in the gym, you know, focusing on people's their physical fitness. I know that so many people have dysfunctional breathing patterns and habits. And, and that is something that a lot of people will see 
tremendous and instant benefit from just because most people don't breathe properly. Most people do not breathe into their diaphragm, their chest breathers. But back to your nootropics question. So nootropics is one area of this biohacking space. And anytime we say that word nootropics, that is referring to something that is designed to enhance mental or cognitive performance. Nootropics have a few different classes. So within that category of nootropics, you have pharmaceuticals, which would be things like modafinil, where you have to have a prescription in the U.S. to acquire it, or you can buy it overseas. Modafinil is probably the, uh, I don't want to say hardest, but it, I mean, it's a controlled substance. So, you know, what does that tell you? But it's used to treat narcolepsy. And a lot of biohackers take that, use that. Dave Asprey's talked about it a lot, Tim Ferriss. Tim Ferriss actually has, we have a video of him on our YouTube channel where he says that he prefers Siltep, which you mentioned is our flagship nootropic. And that is how we talk about it. You know, that was our first product. But he prefers Siltep to modafinil. So kind of back to these categories, you have pharmaceuticals, you have nutraceuticals, which are nutrient-based. And that's where we live. We live in that natural world. So with a company like Natural Stacks, every product we make comes from the earth, all natural ingredients, nothing synthetic, nothing man-made. And then that's the other category is kind of this gray area of nootropics where you have synthetic compounds. So probably the most well-known in that area are the family of racetams. So you have paracetam, phenylracetam, uh, oxiracetam, aniracetam, and all of those different prefixes classify that racetam or, you know, each of those different racetams have different half-lives. They affect people different ways. The one thing to, to always keep in mind with nootropics is that everyone's brain chemistry is unique and different. So, you know, you and I may take the exact same stack and it's going to affect us differently. Will also affect us differently on different days based on you know what that environment is because you know the body is dynamic; it's not static. You know I'm different on Monday than I am on Wednesday due to you know life or sleep or food or whatever. You know it, it also depends on your tasks for that particular day, and we'll get into that. You know that's kind of like next level, and we can talk about that as we look at like the application of when you would want to take certain nootropics. You know. They don't make you something you're not. It's not like, you know, it's not like the movie Limitless where, and, and I think that is kind of a good example. Like if you think about the movie Limitless, that's kind of what it is. Uh, that's what we're trying to achieve in, in a sense. But there's no downside, especially when you stick to the nutraceuticals where we are, where it's all natural. But you are trying to optimize your brain. And I know that that there's that word again, like what does that mean? But it's we want it clicking. We want it running at full speed. So there's no brain fog or, man, I just can't remember what I did this morning or, you know, that's not being optimal with your mind. And, you know, there are, there's mental training to it, you know, so that's like a, that's a non-nootropic modality to enhance mental performance. And we talk about that on the podcast a lot. I think that's one of the things that I want to convey to people too, is like, we're not just saying, hey, pop these pills and, and that's all you need to do. You know, this is, it, it's just like any other supplement. You know, uh, I saw a great meme. It was either last night or today. It was a bodybuilder. And it was like, you know, if your supplement bill is greater than your grocery bill, you've already failed. 
implying that the foods you eat are more important than the supplements you take for, for bodybuilding. And, and that's so true. I mean, you know, supplements are, it's kind of like the spoiler or the rims that you put on your car. If you don't have, uh, if you don't have an engine and tires and axle and gas, like you're not going anywhere. Right. So, you know, all this stuff is, it's about optimization and, and, and we spend most of our time on the podcast and on the blog with natural stacks, educating people about those habits and those practices and those lifestyles. So anytime I step outside of what we do and we talk specifically about nootropics, I always want people to make sure that, that, you know, what we're talking about is like that last five or 10% or that 1%, not, Hey, this is all you have to do. So anyway, Siltep is our flagship nootropic. The other ones that you mentioned are uh, part of our brain food line. And that's a really, really cool line and something that we're doing that nobody else in the biohacking or nootropic space is doing. So there's a really great book. If your readers want to learn more about this, check out Dr. Eric Braverman. He wrote the book, The Edge Effect. And there's a whole other byline that I can never remember, but uh, something about like succeeding with the optimal brain or something. But he was a, a practicing physician. And the way he treated people was by looking at four neurotransmitters in the brain. And those four were dopamine, serotonin, GABA, and acetylcholine. So if you're familiar with our brain food line, you'll know that we already have uh, dopamine and serotonin brain food on the market. GABA brain food will be coming out very shortly, and acetylcholine brain food will be out later this year. Now, when we talk about them, sometimes we shorten them and we just say dopamine, or when I write it, I say DBF because it's just faster than dopamine brain food. But I think that's an important distinction to make because we're not actually giving you dopamine. You're not taking dopamine or you're not taking serotonin. It's the name brain food to us implies. And with these supplements, what we're actually doing is we're providing the raw materials, the precursors to those metabolic pathways. So in the case of dopamine brain food and serotonin brain food, the only ingredients are amino acids, vitamins, and minerals. And they're all the things that your body needs to go down that metabolic pathway, which results in at the end product being serotonin or dopamine, right? So with this, you know, that kind of fits our philosophy of we want to provide the body what it needs and it can go down that pathway on its own. If it doesn't need them, it doesn't do it. So you're not forcing anything. There's no downregulation of receptors. So there's, you know, we're, we're trying to minimize any potential downside and only give upside. So, Brad, I've got a couple of quick questions for you here. If somebody says, man, I've heard of dopamine, I've heard of serotonin, but gosh, I've never even, you know, I'm so basic. I've never heard of these. Give us the 60 second, you know, dopamine and serotonin for dummies and how those naturally work in the body. So dopamine is associated with mood, alertness, assertiveness. Um, it, it's kind of, it's naturally, it is our body's replay button where if you do, if you engage in a behavior and it had a positive outcome, you get a dopamine kick. And that's kind of your brain's way of saying, hey, that was good. Let's do that again. On the other end of that spectrum is serotonin. Serotonin is kind of like the chill pill or vacation in a bottle. Those are some things that our users have said about it. But serotonin is the neurotransmitter that's responsible for mood, fear, anxiety, Interestingly, about 90% of the serotonin in our body is produced in our gut. There's, so there's new research showing that it's produced in our gut, in our digestive system, not in our brain. 
that's a whole other conversation that, you know, if we ever wanted to talk about gut health and, and the importance of your diet uh, and how it affects your brain, we could, we could go down that road. But I think we'll stick to, you know, nootropics for now. And then just to give you background on those other two that we haven't talked about. Well, so dopamine, think of dopamine as gas and serotonin as a break. If you had to really, really, really quickly dumb it down, right? Serotonin brain food is great at the end of the day like take it at three, four, five o'clock. It's healthier and, and better than, you know, drinking at the end of the day to relax, <laughs> you know? So it's, it's a great way to kind of shut it down and then go home and be who you need to be for your family instead of like flying off at the handle because you're stressed about work. But these things are, the idea is that we're, we're providing the raw materials for your body to go down that pathway naturally. So with acetylcholine, that neurotransmitter is responsible for mental processing speed. A lot of nootropics on the market will be a choline booster of some kind. Dave has choline force on it, has alpha brain, which is alpha GPC, the C and that being choline. So a lot of, like I said, a lot of these nootropics are built upon a choline booster because you feel that. You can instantly feel that your brain is processing information faster. And then GABA is kind of like, like the social bumper car, if you will. Um, so you, you feel more at ease in social settings. Um, it promotes calm and, and relaxation. So those are the four neurotransmitters that are in that book, The Edge Effect. And with our brain food line, our idea and goal is that we have all four of those out there so that anybody at any time can have the tools that they would need to go in any direction that they might need. Now, Siltep, which we haven't talked about yet, is really, really cool because as far as nootropics go, it's one of the few that does not operate on that neurotransmitter axis, if you will, with those other four, which means that it stacks really well with any of those four. And that's part of our philosophy with natural stacks is that we want to provide all of these ingredients that can be used or products that can be used as standalones or stacked together for a synergistic effect. Right. So like we know if I'm a bodybuilder and I take creatine and protein, I'm going to get a better result than if I just take one or the other. Right. So with Siltep, the way Siltep works is it only has five ingredients. So most of our formulas are five or fewer ingredients, some even only one or two. But with Siltep, it's vitamin B6, artichoke extract, forscolin, phenylalanine and acetyl-L-carnitine. So the two main ingredients there are the artichoke extract and the forscolin. Together, they inhibit PDE4, which is an enzyme that downregulates cyclic AMP. When we are, so we inhibit that enzyme, which means we get more cyclic AMP. And then they also serve to kind of directly boost cyclic AMP. So what you're left with is our elevated levels of cyclic AMP. This leads to increased long-term memory potentiation. So when you take Siltep, you are uh, boosting focus. You're boosting this kind of eagerness or engagement, this desire to learn. So what you'll notice is um, the way we suggest taking it is uh, Siltep should always be taken first thing in the morning. And you, you would want to take it, go about your normal morning routine. If you drink Bulletproof coffee, great. Drink that you know, 10, 20 minutes later drive to work or go to your office, sit down. By the time you hit your computer or your desk, you have this kind of 
it's it's just the only way to describe it is this desire to get stuff done, this desire to kind of dig in and, and either learn or be focused and and you're just your engagement is enhanced and increased. And then because long-term memory is potentiated, you're better able to store and then later recall that information. So it's great for studying. We've had memory champions who have done time trials with memorizing decks of cards. And, you know, those studies, you know, in that experiment, they memorized the cards faster and more accurately with Siltep. So it's it's really fascinating. And we've actually gotten funding to pursue some some trials and, and studies with it. So we'll have studies on Siltep as a product instead of just ingredients. The other ingredient in there is acetyl-L-carnitine, which is a really fascinating ingredient. We've written about that on our blog and in our newsletter. But the quick version of that is that it was added to the stack because it prevents brain fatigue. So you're able to, you know, you take this dose in the morning and it lasts all day long. So Ryan, I would love, now that we've laid the foundation here for how those different compounds work, the different supplements work. I would love to find uh, just a way to get into a path here of talking about how people, in my opinion, maybe I'm off on this, I don't think so. If you look back two or three generations ago, you had people that really took nothing because there was nothing out there. You know, they just got up and worked hard and slept a lot more than we do now because they didn't have screens in their face. And then you had uh, just what I would just call just society, demand for activity, demand for success in business, demand for staying up later at night and you you know you have to muscle it through so to speak as I've mentioned many times before and then all of a sudden these you know in the 70s 80s maybe even the 90s drugs start getting more introduced to people especially as kids as far as focus ADD ADHD I think for our generation people are now coming around saying hey this is not good it's habit forming and yeah there's a chase there the thrill of the chase of getting that that buzz so to speak off of Adderall or Ritalin or Provigil any of those but now we man we need to get back more natural we need to get off of this stuff how are you guys um, viewing that as far as the way these smart drugs are going to help people still perform at high levels and still feel really good with the dopamine, serotonin, those things? Is there a way to really replace amphetamines out there to try to mimic what they're going to do and do it in a natural way? I know that's got to be a struggle. Yeah, I mean, you hit the nail on the head with, I mean, just just saying the word amphetamine. I mean, look, if you if you take somebody who's struggling with paying attention and you give them amphetamine, I think intuitively, if you just think about that, like that just doesn't sound like a good idea. And there's there's tons of studies coming out. There There is a shift back to, you know, look, all these people, all these kids are not ADD. It's just children, young people are not designed or engineered to sit in a desk all day, every day. You're taking people who are, you know, at a stage in the human life cycle where they need the most activity, the most stimulation. They're ready to learn. They learn by touching, doing. So there's all kinds of studies coming out supporting that. You're you're seeing more stand-up desks. You're seeing recess come back to school instead of being taken away uh, like it was for maybe the the early 2000s. So I think, you know, look, with the pharmaceutical industry, I think we all know, like, you know, the saying that there's no money in healthcare. All the money is in sick care, right? So, So from a financial standpoint, Big Pharma wants to, you know, treat diseases and keep people sick and and not necessarily heal or, or, you know, cure things. And I think you're seeing there's there's this movement of people who are seeking balance, whether it's, you know, getting spending more time outdoors and getting back to nature or spending more time moving 
and, you know, rewilding ourselves and, and less time sitting and fixing our posture. And, and, you know, look, we're humans are not designed to be inside for 18 hours a day or sitting at a screen, sitting at a desk. We're not designed that way. So, so you're seeing these lifestyle things that are the driving factor. And, and, you know, when you change those lifestyle things, you see that, you know, happiness increases and you don't need Prozac anymore. If you just move more and hang out with awesome people and, you know, look, I'm not saying that nobody needs it, but not everyone does. So, you know, kind of to, I guess, to answer your question, yes. I mean, we are, we're, we're trying to help people realize those lifestyle changes that can be made to bring about better health, better happiness, better cognitive performance, just by changing your, your diet, your sleep patterns. Like you said, not staring at a screen after dark, avoiding blue light, you know, and, and when we do that, you know, then you see huge change, tremendous change and improvement, but also, you know, then with, with adding in the nootropics that we have, these natural things that are, you know, they're allowing your body to take itself where it wants to be. And, you know, when, when you've, ex- it's, it's kind of like corrective lenses. If you've never, the first time you go in and, and you get corrective lenses put on and you see how well you can see, you're like, man, I didn't realize I couldn't see. When you start eating right, when you start doing things the right way and you start to feel what it's like to feel 100% or feel optimal, as we say, and you're like, man, I don't want to go back the other way. I don't want to be relying on, you know, this medication, this drug to, you know, try to get me back up to baseline. And one question that I know people might have is since these are in a more natural form, you know, my concern, I'm so glad that you mentioned uh, that the, that you're not actually, you know, giving us dopamine, that it's actually, you know, a different supplement that you guys are using to, how did you describe it? You're actually using it to. So with dopamine specifically, you know, the ingredients are, that's probably the one formula that has the most ingredients. Uh, it's vitamin C, vitamin B6, folate, vitamin B12, selenium, phenylalanine, tyrosine, and trimethylglycine, TMG. Got it. So the first thought that I had whenever I heard you guys had a new dopamine line out, I was like, yes, you know, as silly as it may sound, I think, you know, a year and a half ago or so, one of my goals in business that I had written down was seek more dopamine. And I didn't even really know what it was. I just knew that it would help me to, you know, to feel more fulfilled in whatever I was doing. And, you know, it was, you know, it's very silly to look back on now, but it was true. I didn't know much about it, but it was true. I want to seek more dopamine. But whenever I first heard that you guys had the line, I was like, man, I, I want to get that because I don't know that I've seen that before. But at the same time, my first initial scare was, man, if I if I take this each day, is my brain going to stop producing dopamine because it's so, you know, it's habit forming, you know, whatever. Right. And I'm so glad that you mentioned that there's all these natural things that people who take vitamins take these things every day. So is it true that you can take these daily, I guess would be my question. And it not. Yeah, absolutely. And and not just people who take vitamins, but I mean, these are things that are in your food, right? I mean, yeah. phenylalanine and tyrosine are their amino acids. So they're in any meat or protein source that you eat you know, vitamin B6, vitamin C, selenium, you know, selenium is a mineral. It's in chocolate. It's in Brazil nuts. Uh, it's actually something that, that most people are very deficient in. And that's because soil quality has eroded due to terrible farming practices. And there's just no more selenium. And that's a whole other story. But, you know, most people need more selenium, you know, I, vitamin B6, vitamin C, vitamin B12. I mean, these are all like, and not only are they vitamins, but they're water soluble. 
you know, meaning that they're not stored. So if you ever, it's almost impossible to overdose on vitamin C because like, let's say you just went and took like 10 grams, like it's water soluble. It's just going to come out. Not that anybody would ever do that, but, or I hope not, but yes, the brain food line is designed to be able to be taken every single day. You know, personally, the way I look at this is, is, you know, that it's a tool in the toolbox just because you have it doesn't mean you have to use it. You know, with Siltep, you can take Siltep every single day. But I mean, I think just from a personal standpoint and a practical standpoint, like if it's Saturday and, you know, I'm going, you know, you said you mentioned you have, you know, three daughters, right? So, you know, let's say that they have a sporting event and then you're going to go from there to, you know, a cookout. Like that's not a day where you would need to take Siltep. You know, by all means, you could if you wanted to, it's not going to do any harm. But, you know, look, if you're not, not doing mentally engaged or mentally challenging work, you know, you don't need it. Uh, That might be a day where you need GABA or serotonin brain food. If you have to be around people, you don't want to be around, not your daughters, but like the other (laughs) parents at the game. Right. You know, so not your in-laws either. Right. Right. So like, that's when you need the, uh, the social bumper car, which would be GABA brain food or, or at the end of the day, take serotonin brain food. But yeah. And that's our strategy is to provide the tools in the toolbox. You know, it's like, and if you think about these things as tools in the toolbox, you, you realize like not every job requires every tool in the toolbox. So now I can see why whenever I looked on the Natural Stacks website after I ordered my own bottle of dopamine, the stack that you guys, I believe, had recommended, hopefully I don't butcher this because I don't have it right in front of me, but it's Siltep, Dopamine, Magtech, and then I'm trying to think of the last one that you had listed there, but serotonin was not there. And so I was thinking in my mind, you would take Siltep and serotonin in the morning. I think maybe you and Abelard had talked about possibly doing that in one of the episodes that I'd heard. But now I can see why you would take that maybe later in the day and it wasn't included that stack on online. Yeah. So I, I think the stack you're referring to is the mental performance stack. Yep. That's and, it. And that stack was, it was actually a stack that we created and started um, selling on the site as kind of a bundle uh, if you will, before serotonin was released. So dopamine was the first brain food that we released uh, and then serotonin. So, I mean, by all means, you could maybe make your own version of that and, you know, take Siltep, Smart Caffeine, Magtech and serotonin. Magtech, which we can talk about that at the end because, you know, we can go down the whole rabbit hole with that one. But, um, you know, if you did want to take dopamine and serotonin together, you absolutely can. And like you mentioned, Abelard was a guest on our podcast, and the way he recommended doing that was, again, always take Siltep first thing in the morning. So he would he suggested or recommended Siltep and dopamine first thing in the morning, and then about 30 to 60 minutes later, you can take serotonin brain food if you wanted to stack those. One thing that I would suggest is, is again, back to that Braverman, the Edge Effect book, Dr. Braverman has something called the Braverman Test, and it's a, a PDF that you can take. Uh, it's all yes or no questions. If you go to neurotest.me, M-E, neurotest.me, it's free. It's available online. And it's a two-part test. The first part test tells you your kind of default setting as far as which neurotransmitter dominance you have. And then the second part tells you if you have any deficiencies. And this was something that he used in his practice to help treat neurochemical neurotransmitter imbalances or deficiencies. So the reason that I bring this up is, you know, 
I've taken that test and I scored very high on acetylcholine and, and dopamine as far as my dominance goes. I think there was like a one point difference. So, you know, basically those are, I'm dominant in those two. Being dopamine dominant, I am kind of this, uh, you know, I, I would classify myself as kind of a hard charger or a go-getter. I just kind of naturally wake up like, okay, what am I going to do? If that's not you, then you're probably not dopamine dominant. And you would probably want to take dopamine in the morning. As a dopamine dominant person, personally, I do not take dopamine very often because I just don't need it. So I think it's, it's very important, you know, like we mentioned earlier, you want to realize and always keep in mind that everyone's neurochemical uh, environment is different and we will each need different things. So having said that, you know, being dopamine dominant, I tend to get a little anxious, a little stressed, a little edgy by the end of the day. So that's why somebody like me is going to gravitate towards serotonin. I probably take serotonin more than most people. So if somebody was serotonin dominant, they may not take serotonin that much. They may take dopamine more. So with those two, like if you can kind of visualize that they're on opposite ends of the spectrum, then if you take the one that you're not, the idea is that you kind of achieve this balance or, or kind of come back to the middle, if you will. You know, that's kind of, that's not real science-y, but it's, it's trying to, to kind of explain that to people in a way that you can see like how you would apply and when you would take these. Absolutely. I think you're being a huge help here. And I guess as we get ready to wrap up this first episode of this two-part series, I would just ask if you're willing to share what is your optimal stack, even if it's stuff we haven't talked about here today, what do you wake up each day and uh, and know that you need to take, um, you know, on days that you need to be a high performer, not on Saturdays and things like that, like right. we mentioned, but just on your days, you need to get up and go. What is optimal in the morning? And then what are you taking toward the end of the day? Okay. Yeah, I... So I'm very sensitive. I'm a, I guess I'm a responder or, or a strong responder, I guess you would say, to most things. Uh, I, I've eaten very clean for the better part of, you know, 12 years now. So I, let's see. So with that being said, you know, my dose of, of Siltep is one pill. On the bottle, it says the suggested dose is one to three capsules. If I take three I am doing one thing for that day. I'm so laser focused that I'm doing one thing. And that's fine. I have days where I do that. But most days, my current role is a role where I have to do multiple things. So for me, I take one pill, uh, one, one cap of Siltep, and that helps me to be focused on whatever it is that I'm doing, but still be able to pull out from that thing, that task, and go do something else. But again, I'm very sensitive. You know, some people can take three and, you know, they're not even as strongly, a, a, you know, it, it's just, it's very individual. So first thing I do every morning, I drink, this is going to sound weird, but we, uh, we actually talked about this on one of our episodes with Anne Louise Gittleman on the podcast. I drink warm water with lemon juice, apple cider vinegar, a tablespoon of each, a teaspoon of sea salt, and a dash of cayenne uh, pepper. I don't drink it for the taste, but that's the first thing I drink every morning. And I've been doing that for, oh gosh, seven or eight years. But it helps with bile production. It helps open up your digestive system, helps regulate blood pressure and, and even cortisol. Um, so first thing when we wake up in the morning, our body is, is searching for, for cortisol to upregulate blood pressure. If you've ever stood up too fast and felt like you're going to pass out, that was like a blood pressure thing. So that's the first thing I drink in the morning. 
As I'm drinking that, I take, like I said, one Siltep. We're working on the acetylcholine brain food. Uh, so I am kind of helping Abelard. Uh, I've got a, a variation of that that I cannot tell you yet when we get a final version of it. Obviously, all of our formulas are open source, so you'll know exactly how much of each ingredient is in there. But because it's not the final iteration, I'm not going to say. But I'm taking a half of a dose of choline and then vitamin B6. I take our vitamin or B complex. I take our vitamin D3 every morning. I take our zinc and vitamin C every morning. I take our curcumin. I take, if I don't take Siltep, I take powdered acetyl-L-carnitine. Uh, I take unfair advantage from Bulletproof. And I take uh, glutathione from Bulletproof. I am still a Bulletproof ambassador. So I am lucky enough that I get those goodies every month. And then I do Bulletproof coffee. So I put that in the French press and let that roast. And then I take my, as that's brewing, I take my nasty lemon juice and vinegar drink upstairs run through a quick cold shower, you know, somewhere between five and eight minutes, come downstairs, coffee's ready, get my coffee. I do uh, the entire thing of French press with 30 grams of ghee and one tablespoon of brain octane oil. And that's it. Then I'm ready to go. I usually sit down and kind of set my intentions for the day. You know, if I only get one thing done, what's it going to be? I work on kind of breathing. Sometimes I'll go outside just to kind of be in nature or, or kind of reset. The one thing I don't want to do is wake up and, and check my email and have my day dictated towards me. I want to part of that process of setting your intentions and doing the breathing and, and having your routine is that, you know, you you dictate what the day is going to be, how it's going to go and what you're going to get done. Yeah, I learned that lesson the hard way. My staff now has two hours blocked off from 6.30 to 8.30. And I'm, I'm usually in the office between 4 and 4.30 each morning getting stuff done. But And a lot of that's not work, right? It's I mean, it's me time. You don't want to be reactive. You want to be more creative. But I learned that the hard way. And now they know between 6.30 and 8.30, nothing, nothing gets put on my calendar unless I've approved it first because I just I have to have that non-reactive time to get the day going in the right way. And that's it's. I'm sure you've probably spoken to your listeners about you know, what a difference that makes for you. Oh, it's it's game changer. It's I mean, life changing is not too strong of a word to use. It's absolutely something I'll do the rest of my life. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, depending on the day, we, we mentioned MagTech earlier, and, and we can get into that maybe on an, on the other episode. But I always take that at night before bed. If I'm at home in the afternoon, I take an afternoon dose, usually anywhere between like three and six o'clock. If I'm not at home, I don't stress about it, but I always take it at night. If it's been a stressful day, busy, like a whole lot of stuff going on, and I just feel like, ah, like I just want to, you know, grab my hair and scream, you know, I'll take some serotonin and that kind of helps me uh, wind down. I usually take that like as I'm shutting everything off, you know, five o'clock, six o'clock, seven o'clock, whatever it might be. Uh, I'm on the East Coast. Most of our business is Central or West Coast. So, you know, for me to be working at seven or eight o'clock at night is not unusual because it's only four or five there. You know, so so it does help me to take serotonin and, and kind of expedite that unwinding process. Man, we are right in line with so many things, and it just, you know, it just fires me up to hear all of this, and I know my listeners are going to get a lot out of it. So we will conclude that there on, you know, kind of our conversation around Siltep, dopamine, serotonin, and then much more that we blended in there. I'll put show notes in at, at the end, and uh, look forward to having you back in episode two. 
Awesome. Thanks. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah, thank you. If you guys are enjoying the Success 101 podcast, head on over to iTunes and give it a five-star rating and a review. Tell the people over at Apple how awesome you think this show is because that's what's going to keep this thing going on into the future. And if you want to connect with me to send in your thoughts and ideas or content that you want to see on the show, the best way to reach me is at my email, which is thesuccess101podcast at gmail.com. And you can also reach me in the world of social media on Twitter at Warren Jared, on Snapchat at Jared S. Warren, on Instagram at Jared underscore Warren, and of course on Facebook where the Success 101 Podcast page is. That is facebook.com slash success101podcast. I enjoyed having Ryan Muncy here on the show with us today, and I look forward to you tuning in to episode number two and also take a look at his podcast, the Optimal Performance Podcast over on iTunes. It is a great, great podcast. I'm a huge fan, and I love the content that he is putting out. Thanks so much for joining me here today. I'll see you on another episode of the Success 101 Podcast. Until then. Until then.